Yeah. Where's Drew? I don't know. He's taking his sweet ass time. And I've already started recording. All right. Thank you. Episode 30. And joining me tonight are my two good friends, Drew Bunting and Ted Glover. How you doing, Drew? <laughs> meow, meow. I'm doing well. How are you, David? I'm doing fine. No bird, no bird biting your finger this time. You know, I could get her back in. Well, Ruby's home, so she's like watching. The, it'd be a lot easier watching the birds, but I kind of wanted to have that on the show. That was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, you you're going ow how's your finger what how's your finger how's it look <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to do it it's doing well i did play a little bass today a little rocking i rocked out a little bit hey, really you good. still play do you still play yeah i just you know i I'm, since I got the studio going again i'm kind of telling ruby i want to start making a few tunes again or bringing out some of my old ones Mm -hmm. um, I found an hour-long show of me on YouTube that somebody sent me from oh. 19... dude. Send me that link. From yeah, from 1994. Oh, send me that link. Send, send oh, yeah. us the link. I'll rip that sucker. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I haven't. It was a show that I remember the show, but it's it kind of weird. I told the person, "Why the fuck would you even have this? We sucked." And like, suck. <laughs> he said, "He said you guys fucking rock, dude. You like Sonoma County's best band at one time." And I thought. So I watched it. It was pretty cool, dude. It's good to see the old, the guys jamming again. So nice. That's cool. That's so I'm, awesome. I'm kind of getting my getting myself back together musically. So keeps me from stressing out about scoring touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Or lack thereof. Uh, ah! Turning the ball over in the red zone. Oh, for Christ's sake! Don't be turning the ball over in the red zone. Oh, uh, but we've moved on from that game, haven't we? We never we have to. Don't, ha don't have a choice. Ugh. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, we got to. Now it backs are kind of against the wall now. So, Speaking of backs against the wall, back behind me, I just got in the mail today a Viking gnome sent to me. Sort of looks like me, no less. Said to me, I, I didn't see the resemblance, so you just said it. <laughs> it, it. It's it's you without the glasses, man. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's like you contacts. That's what that is. It is you, dude. And sent to me by Joe Johnson of Purple PTSD and Purple Journal. He had uh, run a caption, does it every week? Uh, a tweet he puts out asking people to select choices. Of yeah. how you think players are going to play or do whatever, and then choose win or loss on the Vikings. And I happened to win a couple weekends ago, and I appreciated Joe. And Joe is part of our major competition in the Grandpa Division. First time Jason in twenty five years told. you've made good decisions. Dave <laughs> <Yeah, that's right. laughs> <laughs> something. That's fucking great, dude. Right on. But uh, Joe and Joe put out. 
Morning Joe's podcast to compete with us. And Jason has called it the grandpa's division. Now, of course. Oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah, that's where that comes from because Joe's about as old as we are. And we're much better looking, though, aren't we? I'm nobody sure can, we nobody are. Nobody can compete with us. <laughs> we are a wealth of knowledge. Us. We're a wealth of knowledge, and we're sexy beasts. If we're if we're trying if we're trying to justify this this vlog or whatever it is by our looks, gentlemen, we better pack it in right now. <laughs> yeah, it's done. Done deal. <laughs> Over. Time yeah, but fun. I want to thank Joe. I appreciate it, bud. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Hey, can I can I get some mid mid season grades from you guys real fast? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to keep them for my record for the end of the season. So when we do the grading at the end, we can kind of look back at what you guys had. I'm just going to ask you real quick, and you reel off the grades. All right. Uh, offensive line. D. Dave. Are we going like A through F, kind of like letter grade? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Sorry, okay. I didn't right. point that out. Yeah, D. I concur. D. Can't copy every answer he has either. <laughs> All right, C minus. Okay, uh, D line. B plus. Uh, no, you know what? With Everson Griffin being out, I'm going to go with an A. They they've done really well with with Griff being out, and they traded for Tom Johnson. I, a. I go with A. Okay, David. I'll about to say, how are we against the run? Um, We're the fifth best team in the league against the run. Believe it or not. We have the fifth. Uh, that's pretty damn good. That's really good. Uh, they're pretty damn good. I go A minus. Run game in general. You go first, Dave, so you don't copy me this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll flip we'll flip flop on each one. Run game, I'm gonna give it a C, but we have been improving lately. C D, D plus. No. They're what, 28th or 29th? Yeah, they're 26th, 26th or 27th. Let me see. They are the Vikings run offense is 29th at 87 yards a game. I'm going, you know what? I'm going F because they've only been decent for two games and Dalvin Cook's been hurt pretty much all year. F. Okay. Bring it. Uh receiving receiving core. A plus. Mm. Not if you have to include Treadwell. You don't. This is a subjective grade, man. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Thielen and Diggs are an A+. Thielen, well, Rudolph, I think Rudolph's been pretty good for a tight end, too. Well, he, his, quietly, he has been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Treadwell. Come on, just agree with me. Sucks. Just agree with no. me so I can make fun of you. No. A+. plus. B. <laughs> a+. B. Don't B. Boo. B isn't boo. Okay, David, linebackers. <laughs> C. Okay. That's being generous. Yeah. I'll agree with Dave there. C. I'll play the Stefano game. <laughs> uh, secondary, Mr. Glover. Um, I'm just not an answer. <laughs> it is when I close the show. <laughs> I love, I love, I'm a huge Judge Judy fan. I love <laughs> it. Secondary. I'm going to go B minus. What are they in passing defense right now? Mid-teens? They got torched a couple weeks in a row. Our passing defense is 15th in the league. Yeah, Rose has been hurt. I think Houghton Hills played fairly well. Mike Hughes is hurt. 
Mac Alexander has been dinged up a little bit. I'm going to go B. They, they all, all things considered, it hasn't been the worst thing in the world. B. Got it. C. C for the gnome. Okay. Special teams. Oh, fuck. <laughs> D. That's being generous. All right, D. More like you D know, minus. Kicking is only one third of it. I mean, you've got kickoffs and punting. Punt, punt returns. Kick Wild, returns. Wild has been pretty good. Kickoffs have been pretty good. Yeah, but coverage hasn't been the greatest. Uh, I'm going C plus. C plus for Ted Glover. And a D minus. That's I expect I kind of was figuring two F's on that, but okay, two more. <clears throat> Three more. Kirk Cousins. B. B. As in B. <laughs> <laughs> I give him an A minus, and the minus is for his some of the dumb shit. Yeah, okay. I give I give him the B for the turnovers. The, the, just the bad turnovers at really bad times. All right, David, I can answer this one first since Ted went first last time. Coaching. Yeah. They're outsmarting themselves. And I know it's, it's different, different coaches in different situations. It's kind of in general. <laughs> but as a whole. How do you grade the coaching so far? So far, C. C, okay. C minus. C minus. And the last one. Uh, Drew on this show. Incomplete. That's an I. I knew I, <laughs> I, knew, I, knew I was going to get that fucking You know what? Hey, Ruby, I've been getting that incomplete since fucking high school. And I just got another one. <laughs> I am consistent, though, aren't I? No, that's an easy grade. No, you're an A, brother. You're an A. Straight across the board. Hey, thanks, guys. Okay, I'm going to keep these logged up on my wall, and we're going to revisit them towards the end of the year in December. Okay, and sounds good. I think that will be a cool thing to do. And we'll base your raise on your score. Yeah. Ba yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, good. Thanks, guys. I wanted to get that logged in there, so I have that. All right. Now it's on to Lions <laughs> Week. Detroit's coming to town. Mm. And are we afraid? Uh, Drew? I always say, you know, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, you know, sometimes the lion will sleep tonight. I think we need to. I think I, I feel pretty good about this week. I think, I think last week everybody's got that chalky, bitter shit taste in their mouth. You know what? You know, some of those games where you're just like, can't wait to play another one. I think the Vikings are going to roll. I'm kind of feeling good about it. A nice, tasty Sam Adams washes that chalky taste right <laughs> out of the mouth. Yeah, they, they could probably go for some of that. Maybe Filippo when he has to do clock management. Get that fucker drunk. <laughs> oh. It's oh. like he was drunk. Do you tell this? Ted, you watched Zimmer's Presser, and I watched Zimmer's Presser. And we yes. both heard a question by our good friend and buddy Arif Hassan. Yeah, yeah, Arif, and and I thought it was a very legitimate question. He he talked about um, uh, the Vikings and their their time management skills, 
and and I think Zimmer kind of interrupted Arif and he said, "Well, do you mean at the end of the half?" He's like, "Well, yeah, not only that, but just kind of kind of overall." I, I can't remember the exact context of the quote or the exact quote, um, but it was just sort of an, an overarching clock management. Right. Um, yeah. Why did we for the take staff all for all season? Yeah. yeah. And then he, and then he talked five about five minutes on the drive when yeah, yeah, we yeah. only had two minutes left in the game. And, type and Zimmer got hot, man. Zimmer was. It, I mean, he, he kind of shot really? laser beams. Yeah. He he sort of shot laser beams into into a reef, into a reef glowing bald head. Yes. And and, <laughs> and, uh, and and he said, "I won't have." It. Basically, I said, I, "I I I I will disagree with everything you just said." Basically, I. Which really, really yeah, oh yeah, him he is really wrong. stunned me. That's yeah, a great question. That's a great. I wish I could have saw that. I think you're 100 percent totally wrong with clock management. So uh, I go through it every day. I think you're 100 percent totally wrong. I mean, that's fantastic a- question, and and it was. Uh, I thought it was a very poor answer by Mike Zimmer because the Vikings have had serious clock management issues in just about every single game this year. But yeah, I thought it was a great question by Harif, and and uh, um, that is that is really. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a strong it was it was a strong answer by Zimmer, but it was 180 degrees out from what I think the correct answer is because the Vikings' clock management was terrible at the end of the first half. Um, they had 30 seconds and two timeouts. The the Saints had just scored on that on that um, that really bad turnover by Thielen. They returned it, and then Kamara scored, you know, from a one yard out or whatever it was. Well, so the then Vikings, they ran the fullback. Then they ran C.J. Ham at the end of the half. Yeah, they, when they, they had they time Hamm to run it out, where they could have taken. You know, you figure the Saints are going to play some sort of prevent. Um, you've got you've got literally the two best wide receivers in the NFL. Literally one of the three or four statistically best quarterbacks in the NFL. You've got 30, two timeouts. You get two decent pass plays there, and you're in field goal range. Yeah, and and if you. you yeah. If you can kick a field goal there, it maybe blunts a little bit of that emotional trauma, if you will, that that late touchdown that the Saints scored and gives the Vikings a little bit of confidence going into it the locker room. It gives them a chance yeah. to double dip. Anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm done with the Saints. It's a stupid game. Yeah, absolutely. Great, absolutely. Great, absolutely. great question, Arif, and Zimmer copped out on the answer. Great yes, question, Arif. You know, he's had you know the the said time management skills for not even this year. It dates back even when that yeah. that lion that Lions game when they came in and they tied us and they took it to overtime and won. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, at the end of that game, it was a third down. He called a timeout with twenty seven seconds, and you and it, the way the game was playing out, there was only going to be one play. If he even if he waits fourteen seconds to call that timeout, we win the game. Yeah. The fact that he yeah. called it with 27 seconds, and then we scored and left 23 seconds for Stafford to get it. I mean, it was completely ridiculous to call a timeout right there. Let yeah. the clock let the clock run down. There's only going to be one more play anyway. Why do you have to mm-hmm. stop it at 27? The yeah. Lions wouldn't have had time to tie it. So that essentially lost that whole game. So he's had clock management skills. I'm glad somebody called him out and asked him a question about that. And if he didn't give a good answer, that means Arif nailed him on it. I mean – well, except for I think there may have been flowers sent to a reef in the hospital room because <laughs> he absolutely torched a reef and it was it was almost embarrassing because he was asking a good question. And Mike got a little testy on the next day on Monday in the press conference when he gets up there and goes, Any questions? Then he's then people start live tweeting and he 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 told everybody that's rude. Well, that's their job. You know, and he said, I understand it's your job, but it's rude. It's like, 
stuff. If you understand it's their job. I mean, he's he's kind of right, though. It is sort of rude. But, I but just, we're, we're but old it's school. Their job. Like, you know, yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's got a lot of old school. But you go up to it. a coach when he's calling the middle of the game and go, hey, coach, look at here. I want a picture. No. When, the, when your head coach starts getting testy at pressers, it's, it's getting to him. Well, now, the, the way it was reported, the demeanor, Zimmer's demeanor in that exchange about tweeting was very good natured. He was kind of joking around. So, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that you should take that as a Zimmer getting testy or irritated. I think he was just kind of joking around with that. But right. I, that said, I, I didn't I see the press conference. It, so. it, was, it, it touches his nerves. Okay. Yeah, if he's going to get testy about it, we're going to wait till Dave Stefano questions him. He'll be yeah. fear. Oh, I'd love to. But anyway. <laughs> no, you know what? You give him a break a lot, though, so it wouldn't be too bad. Does Stafford come in and pull that same rabbit out of his hat this week? Dude's 2-0 lifetime at U.S. Bank Stadium. Never oh. lost. Oh. Never lost at U.S. Bank Stadium. But he lost Golden Tate. He did. Yes. He Golden Tate. Uh so that gives them what Marvin Jones Jr. and Kenny Galladay as their two wide receivers. Correct. Uh, meow meow. Yeah, and Golden Tate was was like Stafford's security blanket. Um, intended to tear us up. Yeah, well, and he had. If you look at if you look at their stats this year, Tate was their leading receiver, most receptions, most yards. Um, you take him out of that offense, and now they've got they've got Galladay, Jones, and there's literally no. They don't have a, a third wide receiver right now of any consequence that I, that I saw in their roster. Maybe I missed something glaring, but um, Detroit Detroit did not get better today with that trade. Now they got a good they got a good. I thought it was a good trade. If you're looking to next year, they got a third round pick for a guy that's thirty in his last year of his contract. But oh, that's a good deal. That's a good um, deal. But it almost feels like they're cashing it in for this year. Yeah, which is weird because last year they or last year not not last year last week they traded for. Um, snacks, snacks, right? The defensive tackle. Right. So, like one week, it's like you're you're going in, and then you lose one game. Now you're three and four in your sellers. I don't know. I it's it's very mixed signals from Detroit. But cool, get rid of Golden Tate. The guy was a, a thorn in our side for far too long. Yeah, one right. last thing. And to you worry talk about. about receivers. Yes, they've only got two other receivers that have PFF scores. Besides, yeah. are you talking about besides Galladay and Jones? Right. They have. TJ Jones with a 54.9. TJ Jones? Fuck is and that? And a Brendan Powell with TJ a 57.7. Both scores are shitty. TJ Jones sounds like the name you know, for <laughs> the lead singer. He sounds it sounds like a name for the lead singer of a nickelback cover band. No, like <laughs> Straight singer. TJ Jones and CJ McGillicuddy. Yeah, anyway, I'm not worried about so, nobody's TJ Jones. Um, yeah, the line. You know, we're not. I'm not worried about Stafford. We're going to get to him this week. I think so. Yeah, Lions' offensive line isn't all that great. No, I, I don't think are they. I mean, Stafford's been hit a lot this year. No, man. they're twenty. They're twenty. Uh, where are they at defensively? They are nineteenth overall. They give up three hundred and sixty-seven yards a game. They're really good against. Uh, uh, the pass, they're actually seventh in the league against the pass, but they're, they're second to last against the run. They're terrible against the run. Uh, they have Glasgow at center and Ragnall at left guard. Oh, you're talking about their offensive line. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, 20, they're 23rd in offense, so they're on the yeah, bottom of the league. And, and, they just got, and they just traded they just traded their best offensive player that's not a quarterback. Right. That's it. Uh, 
they've uh, it looks like they've thrown in the towel already. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, if, if you can hold the Breeze and company to 23, which they did, then you should be able to hold the Lions somewhere around 10 or 13, right? I mean, I, I would hope so. I would hope so. I would hope so. Hey, we all said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's an echo in here. I got to check the audio. Um, but it's just, hey, David, but you know what it comes down to is those mistakes. Are we going to screw ourselves and beat us ourselves out of another game? That's what every week comes down to, Ted. It really is. Yeah, Beating I mean, football. if we played clean football, we'd be really hard to beat. If they'd have played, if they'd have played a clean football game against the Saints, you you can make the argument they would have won. Amen. Well, I agree. But they didn't. You know, I mean, it's you know they make if 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 in, stupid mistakes at inopportune times. I mean, when you you got when you make a mistake and then all of a sudden the body language is down, everybody's moping around. As a coach, you can't let your team. You got to work past that shit. You got to let. You got to forget about it and move on. That feeling. I mean, mistakes are going to happen. It's just how you respond to them is different. That feeling fumble lingered like a bat, and the Vikings just could not get over it. <laughs> I know I mean, they couldn't. It was weird, man. It was. It was weird. I just thought it was weird. It's like we never regained momentum after that. It's like the whole thing was shot down, and you know. You can't do it. You got to move past it, no matter how many bad things are happening. And that's what we have a tendency to. We get hurt by our mistakes a lot, a lot worse than we should. That Let's look forward to not having mistakes this week. Just try to limit them. I mean, you're going to have your false starts and your offsides, but don't have a 50-yard pass interference or some bullshit to keep the drive alive. Don't give them extra possession. Let's get on somebody and let's ride this thing all the way out. We need a 37 to 7 win. That's what the fuck we need. Everybody yes, to feel feel better about themselves. Coaches feel better about themselves. Di Falapo can feel better about himself. We can all feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, Di Falapo need needs to call better. We need a good statement roll rollover win going into the bye so we can come out strong on the other end. Okay. How much do you think Vegas has us favored? I four and a half. I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right now. I'm gonna go five. Five. Five is what Vegas has. Three and a half is what PFF has. They have less faith than Vegas. We're gonna cover that. Cover it. You can book it. Book it, Uncle Polly. Book it. Okay, book it. Well, you know, in Vegas's defense, the Vikings have played uh Fairly underwhelming football for a good part of this season. Oh, yes, without a doubt. Um, you know, we were talking about the Saints game, and I, I kind of do this thing on, on Daily Norseman now. I just started it. It's uh, doing it a couple weeks now. It's, it's kind of tracking the Vikings' playoff chances. Last year after they beat the Jets, they had a 68% chance to win or to go to the playoff, the playoffs with a 53% chance to win. Um, with that loss to the Saints, and they had a 20% chance – at a first round bye. And right now the Rams and the Saints are the are the uh the top two teams in the NFC. And they're playing each other this weekend. Now with that loss to the Saints, the Vikings playoff chances went from 68% down to 51%. Um and the chance to win the division went from 53 to 41 and the chance to get a first round bye is basically gone. It's down to like 5%. That is good so, knowledge right there. That that was a uh and that all that by the way that information I got off of um 538. I know it's mostly a political site now. 
uh, but they still have a pretty big uh, sports thing, and they do at, every week at the end of uh, each week's NFL games. They they calculate using formulas I don't really understand. They they calculate playoff chances for each team. So you know the Vikings are essentially at we're at the halfway point, and the Vikings are essentially fifty fifty to make the playoffs. Oh, and they've got three straight division games coming up, and then the Seahawks, and then the Patriots. What are we so, doing? What the fuck so. Are we doing? I think this next three weeks kind of determines how the season goes, but that's just me. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote in agreement with that. I'm gonna go in agreement with that. That's 50-50. Jesus. Well, you somebody's know, gotta win this division, but uh, it looks like virtually the whole division. This is, is only our second. This, is this second may be one of those seasons where a nine and six team or a nine five and one team wins the division. Well, you you look look at the Bears schedule though. The the next five games the Vikings play the Lions, Bears, Packers, Seahawks, and Patriots. That's the Bears the Bears play uh, the Lions twice, us, um, the Bills, oh. and and like they got another really easy team. Let me let me look it up real quick. But there's a realistic chance. Uh, Minus the Vikings game. And and the Vikings, when the Vikings play the Bears, it's in Chicago, and that has been a nightmare venue yeah. for the Vikings the better part of the 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, they got the Bills. Let's see. Here we go. The Bears have uh, the Lions twice, the Vikings, and then the Giants. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You you could plausibly say the Bears can run the table. What's their record that, that, right now? What are they right now? They're they're five and three. They're in first place in the division oh, right now. Fuck. If the playoffs were to start today, the Vikings would be on the outside looking in. The Bears would be. And the if they run champions. the table, they're ten and three. And yeah, no and it's pretty much. Yeah, no uh, the, the Vikings have got to win these next three games minimum. Yeah, minimum. No, that that Bills game is looming large right now that we lost. I'll never oh, really? hear the end of it. My sister is a Bears fan. Oh, really? Yeah. My stepdad and one of my me, brothers is a big Bears fan. She sent me a, a text Monday morning. Guess who's first in the NFC North? Yeah. Hey, Dave Filippo better be on it, on the play calling in that game. Because, you know, can't be messing around. What? <clears throat> That's, uh, yeah, this is where it all... Where the what's that? The rubber hits the road. Is that still a saying? Yes, that's still the saying. Uh, we go four and one or five and oh. It'd be nice to go five and oh. It would be. be then keep the pressure on them no matter what happens to them because we still could just take care of our own business. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, the Vikings yeah. are far from out of it, but I mean, they have got to start playing like the team that we thought they would be when this season began. Yeah, there's no more of, I mean, if we're sitting right now at Six and two or seven and one, we can have we can say, Well, we built a little credit in the bank, we could lose a game here. We don't have any credit yeah. left. No, no, no they, we're flat they're, broke. There's 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 basically no room for error from this point forward for the Vikings. Woo! We like the pressure though, Ted Glover. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like Mike Zimmer teams haven't run the table and, and haven't gone on a big win streak before. They did last year. You know, they, they won, what, seven or eight games in a row, nine games in a row, mm -hmm. eight and nine, whatever it was when they finished 13 and three. At one point, they were, what, two and two? 
Right. They went two and two, and then yeah. they won. However many. It yeah, was the year row. before they started six and zero, oh, and they went. Yeah, we, yeah, we really haven't. Good. You know what, guys? We're at the halfway point of the NFL season, and we really haven't rolled anybody yet. We haven't had a game where we just kick somebody's ass. And no, I, I mean this, this, the, the, this week. Is yeah. Good. Like the Jets hung around till the fourth quarter. The 49ers hung around till the fourth quarter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm with we you. Haven't, we haven't had a game where we just slam somebody into the turnbuckle, so to speak, like Dick the Bruiser and shit. Mm-hmm. We need to go. We need to go full uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka on these guys, and we need to. We need to. We need to have a, a game. We need to have a win where it's tied up and done at the end of the. We, we take care of business in the fourth quarter. Hey, true story. My wife's grandfather was good friends with Dick the Bruiser. No way, dude. He was my favorite yeah. wrestler growing up. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to watch him in, back in Michigan. They had the wrestling matches on Saturday afternoons. Yep. The old, the old black and white ones. Me and my brother were like big Dick the Bruiser fans. That's cool. Dude. You were from Michigan? Huh? You were from Michigan? I was born in Michigan. What part? Mount Clemens. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I used to go to really? Ann Arbor. I'm glad you asked, Dave. Really, Dave? Really, Dave? Really? Born well, Mount Clemens. I'm just curious. Uh, he's obviously a Michigan Wolverine. Born in Mount Clemens, <sighs> lived in Port Huron. And then but why up. isn't he a Detroit fan? That's their pro team. Come on, man. <laughs> now, when I chose the Vikings, I, I told my mom one day when I, when I was set, I was five years old, 1970, I told her, my team, I love football. I've been enamored with this new game. My team is the Vikings. And she said, that's not going to go over well with your father. And I said, my father's a drunk. I don't give a shit. What do you think? <laughs> so she said, okay, you've always been your own little man. You pick the Vikings. That's your team, the Vikings. And it's been that way ever since. Yeah, sort of like me. My dad's <laughs> team was the Bears. <laughs> oh. A lot of Bears fans. I'm, I'm not here. I'm not. I'm not here about the Bears anymore. But he was the one that took me to that first ball game in 1969. <laughs> Met. Met Stadium. Yeah, that was that was a cool place to watch a football game. On those good memories and good notes, we'll wrap this puppy up. Drew. Yes. Any last words? Meow, meow, Viking cow. Sorry, I didn't get Princess in here to bite me this time. <laughs> That's quite all right. We don't need to see blood. Re-recording. Re-recording. Ted, you got anything? Yeah, you hit record uh, this time, right? Yes. Oh, you record no. this time. <laughs> Every time he says, Ted, you got anything you're supposed to say? Uh, yeah. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> for, for, those of you, for those of you that aren't following, we had recorded an episode earlier, and no sooner than we had shut everything down that Dave sent us a text and said, Guys, you're not going to believe this, but I forgot to hit record. So this is take two. Yes, take two. Come on, man. So, hit the record button. Yeah, hey, you got re- you're recording this time, right? Oh, yes, I am recording. Okay, all right. Um, So uh, do you want my spicy hot take before we get out yes, of here? Yes, yes, I want the prediction because you're always close with your predictions. Give us a wait, wait, wait. Give what? Score- uh, 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 give me a score prediction and then give me a couple – Tasty little tidbits of what's going to happen in the game. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. 27-16 Vikings. Wait, writing it down. Write it down. 
Twenty-seven sixteen. Okay, Matthew got it. Sta- Matthew Stafford is sacked five times. Baby fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of call him. He always had. He always looks like he still has his baby fat. What's wrong with that guy? That's okay. I, I'm I'm in my fifties and I still have my what? baby fat. <laughs> what sacked? How many times? Sacked five times. Okay, sacked five times. Baby fat Stafford. And the Vikings are plus two in turnover margin. Plus two turnover margin. Cool. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to Mary Fisk from the group. She's not feeling well, and we got to get her better because she has tickets for the game this Sunday. And we need to have her there because she's been waiting for this game all for months now. She's excited about it, but she's not feeling well. Mary, get back on your feet and get to that game. Yeah, we love you, Mary. We need the power. We want to. We need Mary Fisk there. Mary Fisk power Sunday. And get to the stadium and leave the Vikings to victory. Yes. Love it. Go, everybody.